You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I'm honestly spiraling right now, literally spiraling, sitting here, scrolling through Instagram, taking a break in between recording my show. And I see that Kim Kardashian, it was announced that she's going to be on Saturday Night Live on October 8th or 9th. I can't really remember one of those days with musical guest Halsey. So I was going to go to her Instagram to see if she actually posted the cork board, which I didn't really think she would because it doesn't exactly match her aesthetic. But I thought, hey, let's see what she has to say. Let's see what she has to say. Let's see what she has to say about being on SNL. So I go to her page and I see also um, that she's reposted all of the pictures of Kourtney Kardashian and Megan, Megan the Fox. I, I make that mistake all the time when I'm on the air. I say Megan the Fox. And one time I didn't correct it because I didn't catch it in time. And so it aired like that. So that's embarrassing. Um, She should start going by that. Megan the Fox. Kourtney Kardashian, Megan Fox are on the latest skin skims campaign. And it's perfect. It's marketing gold. It's genius. The pictures are insane. Everyone's talking about it today. So before I got to Kim's SNL post, which was at the very end of her story, I had to scroll through all these pictures of Courtney and Megan. And I noticed that there's like uh, like captions to the pictures that I feel like I've already seen today. And so I hold my little thumb down to pause the story. And wouldn't you know it, Kim Kardashian is reposting not skinny, but not fat. What the chuck is happening? What the ch- is she like? How? How? How is this mediocre podcast? Not saying anything about mine, okay? Not, I I know that this is like the pot calling the kettle black because mine's probably even below mediocre. But how is this mediocre podcast getting all this attention? Like she, like did, did Courtney tell Kim about her? Like how is this happening? And now Kim has reposted Not Skinny But Not Fat on her story? How is this happening? And... And how is this happening? I feel like, though, Not Skinny But Not Fat spiraled a little more when Courtney reposted her. I feel like she's not really that impressed with Kim reposting her. And I'm like, what? Kim is the far superior sister. So anyways, just watching this unfold right here before my eyes on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. And it's just infuriating because she doesn't do anything special to warrant this. I'm sure there's a million people that have posted it with blue check marks that are way better than her why 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 is this happening if someone can explain it to me I I don't know I don't know I can't I know that I've talked about this so much not skinny but not fat and you know what a few of you have responded and said that her her podcast is trash that you can't get through it I feel like it's just really monotone I feel oh my sister lives upstairs and um yeah Noah's eating solids now and oh court like I just feel like it's well it's so hard to listen to but she's getting reposted she must be doing something right she's getting reposted by Kim Kardashian spiraling literally spiraling also Today, I sat down on the couch and was doing some work and decided to give Dancing with the Stars a shot on Hulu, obviously, so I don't have to fuck with the commercials. I really wish that Married at First Sight was on Hulu because I'm really getting um, adapted to not having to fast forward by solely watching things the next day on Hulu. And I do realize this is a few days later after the episode was released. Anyways, um, they showed a clip at the very beginning of the series and I didn't watch it back in the day. I never realized that Kim Kardashian was on it. Like, at what point in her life was she 
stooping down a few levels to do Dancing with the Stars. I feel like Dancing with the Stars is mostly like D-list celebrities or people that used to be hella famous and now aren't. So at what point in her career did she decide to do Dancing with the Stars? And how long did she make it? Because isn't she, isn't she, doesn't she not like to dance in front of people? Oh, my Lanta. Um, I started watching Dancing with the Stars. Pretty good. Iman, is that his name? I thought he was so good. I was, like, infuriated that they were giving him bad stars. I feel like he killed it. Obviously, I don't know what these dances are supposed to look like. They're like the cha-cha and the lines and the la-la-la-la. But Jan from The Office, I felt like she did not do good. I feel like her posture was really bad, and they were raving about her. So I don't understand how it works. I feel like this is how I am sometimes. Like, I'll be watching American Idol and be like, ugh, terrible. don't quit your day job and the the judges are like we loved it you're the next kelly clarkson i'm like what am i tone deaf isn't tone deaf when you just don't know that you can't sing but you can recognize when other people sing i mean i don't know what's happening so dancing with the stars actually might give it a shot this this season might watch it might might make this my wednesday routine where i like do work and have it on in the background because it's the perfect show to have on in the background um, otherwise, wasted all this time in, on my life today. Brett was insistent that we wake up and go to the Apple store to pre-order our phones. We tried to do it online, but it's not easy. And it's annoying because I have people call my job all the, t- all the time. They can't gain access online. And I'm like, ugh. Who can't operate a website? It's so simple. And here I am like, well, how do you do it? So we get to the mall this morning at 930. Doesn't open till 11. So went back home, did some work, whatever. Had this whole plan after my eyelash appointment. We were just going to run to the Apple store again. So we did and went in and I was like, hi, I want to pre-order some iPhones. They were like, oh, we don't do that in the store. I'm like, what? So we came home, tried to order them on the website. And what do you know? Um, there's a fee for pre-ordering them early on the website. Did you know that? It's like $159. So yeah, like I'll wait. I'm not even that fussed about getting a new phone, to be honest with you, because I've heard there's not much of a difference. I heard there's a difference in the camera. I was so excited to get the iPhone that I have because I thought that the iPhone or the camera was going to be great. But the fact of the matter is, if you don't know how to take a picture, it doesn't look that great. Like you compare iPhone photos to Android photos. I can't even believe that I'm saying this. They're not as good. And you really have to be a photographer to get your iPhone photos to look good because mine all look like grainy track. I might as well have an iPhone 5, honestly. And no way I'm doing the update right now. I'm not wasting all my time doing the update when I'm just about to get a new phone. Lord knows when I'm going to be able to get it, but I'm not putting all my time and effort. You know what I really want to do before I get this phone is clean up my fucking camera roll. How long do you think it would take? Let's see what the total is now in my pictures. The running total on the pictures that are in my photo album. Are you ready for it? 46,203. I would love to clean that up before I get a new phone. Because you know how long it's going to take for all those pictures to download on my new phone? Forever. The answer? Can I buy a vowel? Forever. Can I buy two? Three? A-E-I-O-U. Forever. Three vowels. (laughs) It's going to take too fucking long. It's going to take too long. We just got done paying off our iPhones, too. We just got the email the other day, of course, just in time for the new release. Anyways, Brett is, for some reason, obsessed with getting a new phone. I don't know what's come over him. He just cannot let it go. He's like, we need to get these new phones ordered. When are we going to get these new phones? We got to go pick them up the day that they're going to be released. We got to get these. He's never been like that before. We bought these other phones on a whim. Like, it wasn't a plan. We just went to the mall. We were like, hey, let's get some new iPhones. So, yeah, I wasted a lot of my life today doing that. I organized my office today. I don't know why I thought that was going to make me feel so much better. It really didn't because, I mean, I moved some things, but 
it still pretty much looks the same. I really need to get some floating shelves in here and hang up some more pictures and make it a whole mood. Um, I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to it's going to feel like a whole new vibe in here. Nope. Nope. Feels exactly the same. I was like, I'm going to be pumped to go to work tomorrow. My new office. Nope. Just dusted and rearranged a few things. Still feels. Nope. Let's see. Yep. Nope. Still feels exactly the same. So not excited about that. Also, got a peep at the new Yeezys today. Let me tell you something. Kanye is ripping off Bum Bum Cream and they should sue. You know how these artists sue other artists are like, they ripped off my song. Wait till you see these new Yeezys. They look exactly like Bum Bum Cream. It's going to blow your mind. You can obviously see that at What the Chuck podcast. Speaking of Bum Bum Cream, went to Trader Joe's to try to find the Bum Bum Cream dupe and they don't have it anymore. They have like a coconut. It's in the same packaging, but it's like a coconut flavor. Or uh, I don't know. It smells disgusting. Don't buy it. If you see it, don't even waste your money. I'm about to have to re-up on my bum bum cream. $60 down the drain for some fucking lotion. But I'll do it. I will fucking do it. Last night, we went to Camden for my sister-in-law's birthday. We had the best dinner there that I think I've ever had. I wanted to, I was trying to be on the healthier side, even though we had three appetizers and I had five cocktails, but I was like, I'm going to order the salmon just thinking that I would probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as I would enjoy like a burger or pasta, but I got it anyways. Cause you know, I'm trying to watch my figure. So I got the salmon. It was the best salmon I've ever had in my life. It was the best choice ever. It was so good. They also redid their cocktail menu. And I really realized something. I need to stay in my lane with the cocktails and I need to stick to a spritz. So they had a new spritz. It was called a shrewberry. And I kept saying schnozberries taste like schnozberries, which I'm sure was real annoying. I had also had an espresso martini and I had a gin drink and I had a tequila drink. But what I'm saying is the spritz drink was the most enjoyable for a second. I fell off spritz and I think it's because I need it to be the perfect balance and not too much Aperol. So my sister-in-law was also getting these shrewberries. She got one that had too much Aperol in it. And I was like, I'll switch you. And I drank it. And she was right. There was too much in it. And I think that I need like the perfect combination of everything to make the flavors just taste chef's kiss in my mouth. So um, there I go again. So I think I'm going to try to either look up, maybe ask Danny what I can do. What are some variations of a spritz that I can do? Honestly, Violet, who owns Lace Salon, it's her 10-year anniversary on Sunday, and it's at Honey and the Trap Cat, and I've heard that this bar is legit because you just tell them what type of cocktail that you like, and then they make it. I obviously really want to go, have plans to go, RSVP to go. I just like doing something on the only day where I have nothing to do, like really hurts me down in my soul because I just love to have no plans on Sunday. And if I go, it means I'm gonna have to do my hair. And also, I really want to try to just like not drink unnecessarily, but I've been dying to go there and this seems like the perfect opportunity. So I'll let you guys know what they make me there. I'm going to tell them that my lane is the spritz. Spritz lane. That's the lane I need to stay in because that's the drink that I always go back to. If I see like you know how some people are just like some people like pumpkin spice, so they'll buy anything with pumpkin. For me, it's a spritz. If I see the word spritz, I'm all about it. Like in England, a white wine spritz is a thing. We're here. I feel like if I ordered a white wine spritz at the bar, they'd be like, what? Like they'd probably give me house white with soda water in it. Right. Or I don't even know what they would do. I should test it out. But when I go to England, I get a white wine spritz and it's nice. It's ice, it's wine, it's soda water. It's probably barefoot or something really disgusting, but I drink it and I love it. So I need to stay in my spritz lane. I actually want to get a spritz, a spritz, 
my mouth's getting really juicy with all these S's. I want to get a street sign in my office that said Spritz Lane. Maybe then my office will feel more spritzy. Okay, I'm done. I digress. Thursday. Dude, yesterday, you know how I said that my office was not a vibe after I cleaned it? I think it just took like a day because it does feel a lot better in here. It feels less chaotic. I can actually sit down on the couch on my breaks in the back of the room because there's not a million things resting on it. I do have to get some Kleenex. I mean, I've never been a Kleenex person. I always just use toilet paper. But the toilet paper roll that's sitting on my desk right now, legit killing my vibe. Last night, Brad and I stayed up late. Well, not late. I lie. What am I talking about? I mean, late for us. We stayed up to watch Love Island. My friend Amanda, I have. she's in Nashville right now, so I'm not going to bug her with this frivolous ass shit. But... She kept telling me like, wait, 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 something happens, something happens. It comes episode 61. I was expecting something catastrophic. It really wasn't that big and I saw it coming from a mile away. So Amanda, um, if that was a tactic to get me to keep watching, you win. Success. So we have one episode left and you know what? I did so good. I unfollowed Love Island off social media while I was watching because I didn't want any spoilers. I Every season I ruin it for myself because I normally don't watch it live and then I end up following all the people and finding out who's still together, who ended up with who, who came in first, last, second. Anyways, um, did, I made it this whole season without following anyone. Today, during one of my breaks, I decided I wanted to know what Liberty was doing, what Jake was doing, what Millie was doing, who, by the way, Millie is flawless. I don't think I realized it until super late in the season, but that girl is stunning. So I followed all of them today. Um, poor Faye and her bald spots on the top of her head. Like, let me tell ya. Um, nothing, she, <laughs> nothing brings, I mean, you could just tell what someone's insecurities in are if you study them enough, right? Like, um, every time Faye was talking to someone, she was always making sure that her hair was like, perfectly like parted and set so that you couldn't see that she's balding in the front and also the front curler to get the volume in the front of her hair and then when she put it back in a ponytail that poor girl listen I think that um Faye is really pretty I think she's gotten a little too much work done but I also think that um she just I don't know the difference it's so drastic when she's all done up to when she's not like she she looks so pretty but then she kind of looks like an alien when she does I feel really mean saying that because I am legit. Who was I talking to recently that was calling themselves a sea urchin? Because same. I feel that down to my down to my fucking core. I am honestly a gorilla right now. Like I'm disgusting. I'm probably the most disgusting I've ever been to the point where I like don't even want to look at myself. I need to lose some weight. I need to have my hair. I need to get a trim my hair. I never thought that I would say this, but my long hair is raggedy. I need to trim those edges up and get it under control because it's a hot mess. And you know, when you've been eating better, like, like I said, I think I was talking about this yesterday. I've just been feeling like shit. I'm not even craving bad food anymore, but then you eat good for like a week and you're like, oh my God, I want something bad. I had to stop myself from getting a bag of hot Cheetos today when I ran to the post office. I went to go get a Gatorade, which I know is bad, unnecessary calories, but I just crave that Riptide Rush Gatorade and I can only find it at Save Mart. So um, I picked up a bag of hot Cheetos and I put them down. Then I got closer and there was another cart of bagged hot Cheetos. So I picked them up and then I put them down and then I got to the register and there was more. And so I picked them up and then I put them down. 
Drop the hot Cheetos, Megan. Next week, I plan on making myself a poke bowl for lunch every day so I can have something that I enjoy because I'm not kidding. All I think about all day is pokinoki. Is that not wild? It is on the brain 24-7. Rihanna said love on the brain. No, raw fish on the brain 24-7. Honestly, it's sick the amount that I think about fish or sushi, or sushi rice, or ginger, or jalapenos, masago. <sighs> if I have another, if I get another animal someday, I'm naming it sushi. Like for real, so cute. I posted this. Um, so st- these things are so stupid, but people love participating. The like, the last thing you ate is what this cute ass dog's name is. So I posted it on my own personal social media and got so many responses. I couldn't keep up with all the responses. Oh my God, I got so many responses. The popularity is some swimming in the crowds of people that were responding. It wasn't that many. It was like 20, but it's a lot. You know, I was laying in bed and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Anyways, people love participating in shit like that, which is why I post it for engagement. I feel like I've been working so hard on everyone else's social media. I need to little, do a little something for myself. By the way, the Fuego page, b- booming, because that already had a little bit of a following. The country page, you guys, don't forget about me. Real Country 103.5. Anyways, I had a meeting with my bosses on Wednesday, and we were talking about the growth of our social media pages, but I was in a hurry because I had a lash appointment, and they just sprung these Wednesday meetings at 11 a.m. on me. Like, and it's a reoccurring thing and I already have appointments scheduled. So anyways, I was like, I really have to go. I was like, but, um, you know, our Instagram has been really great. Our growth and our reach is up 53% or whatever. I was in a hurry. I looked at it again later, 53% my asshole. It's up 1700%, like 1779. So killing it on the Fuego page, not so much on the country page. I just struggle with what to post on that page. Like, who is my audience? Who is my audience? Who is my audience? Channel them. Talk to them. And I also don't want to put too many memes because I hate that. Like, I don't know. I need to start working on some graphics, some custom graphics. Not going to lie. I actually did make a custom graphic last night and it was so bad. It was so, oh my God, you guys, it was so bad. It was laughable. I wish I would have saved it, but I already deleted it. Oh, I'm sure I could go to Canva. And re-download it. You guys, laughable. Um, yeah, so Brett is on a number. Oh, so anyways, let me go. Wow, I got really off track. Love Island. Followed everyone today. Obsessed with watching everyone and what they've been doing. I just, I feel like this cast really looks like on social media what they looked like on the season. Maybe with the exception of Liberty. I think Liberty is gorgeous, but she does look a little bit different in her pictures. Anyways, I am just going to be obsessed with following them for like the next two weeks and then I'll zone in who I really want to follow. Probably Chloe, probably Liberty, probably Kaz, and then I'll probably X-Nay on the rest of them. Maybe Millie. They seem a little boring though. Tonight they were like face masks and movies with his Corona. Oh, he's cute too and he's only 21. I mean, he's dull, but he's cute. And that Welsh accent, I actually really like it. Found out that they won. And then Chloe and Wichicala came in second. So I probably won't even watch the finale because it's just a waste of time. And we have so many other things that we want to watch, like American Horror Story. Has anybody been watching? Anybody ever know? My word just got away from me. Has anybody been watching? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Has anybody been watching this season? So it the it's like a double feature. So tonight's the last episode, and I'm excited to see how it wraps up. And then I don't really understand what double feature means. Are we rolling into like a different story with the same characters? I don't know. One's by the sea and one's by the sand. Um, I'm not normally, I was never really like an American Horror Story person, but Brett and I watched it a couple years ago and the only, oh, I think I already told you this, the one season I didn't watch was the Ragnarokne or whatever. Anyways, if you guys are into it, but you haven't maybe watched the season, I know for a long time the seasons got bad and people fell off. Definitely watch. Unless you don't like scary stuff, then definitely do not watch if you don't like scary stuff or if you get anxiety easily, do not watch. Cannot reiterate enough. Brett might have to go to an emergency job tonight, which I obviously don't want him to because it's already six o'clock. We need to eat dinner. We need to watch shows and we need to hang out. We don't get to hang. We barely get to do anything together. But I also have a ton of shows to catch up on. So part of me is like, man, if he has to go, I'll just stay up late by myself watching TV. Is that terrible? He's going to listen to be this. He's going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, bye. <laughs> Catch you later. Catch me ordering some pokey noki on the couch and not telling you, hiding the evidence. And I need to do a Peloton. I have no excuse. Yesterday I had an excuse. So I was like, oh, I just got my lashes done. I can't sweat. Right now, zero excuse. Um, my boss, Geoff, from the radio station, he, I had him voice the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that you're hearing. I love, I love, I love my calendar. And every day of the week. So my whole plan is like this, what can set me apart from the rest? My friend Anna and I had a come to Jesus moment. Um, cause she actually gave me some feedback on my podcast. You know, it took a turn last week. I started talking, getting all down on myself. Like, do people even enjoy it? Do people like it? And she was like, I have some feedback for you if you like it. And I was like, hit me with it, sis. So she did. And she made a lot of excellent points, points. And there are some of the things that I realized, some of the things I didn't. And so I'm really trying to hone in on some things that can set me apart. And not that this is like a big deal, but here I am talking about every day. I'm so busy. I can't keep my stories in line. I'm so scatterbrained. I don't have, feel like I don't have enough time. I set aside 10 minutes extra a day when I'm already in the office recording my shows to do a little diary entry to the What the Chuck podcast. My life becomes so much easier on a Tuesday. You're going to hear my different moods. We're going to talk about different things on different days. I, we're going to test it out. We're going to see how it goes. So I was going to pay to have the voice guy revoice all that stuff, but I was like, hey, could you do me a solid and do it for free? And he did. So enjoy. We're about to hit Friday. I am moody as hell. Why you always in the moon? You ran like you're brand new. Brett is obsessed with getting these fucking iPhones. And I ugh, obsessed. Like I've never seen him so obsessed with something. And when Brett is obsessive over something, he's obsessed. So I got off work and he was like, we're going to the mall right now. And I was like, what? Can I like change my clothes? Can I what? Can I like go to the bathroom? What? And so I just had a feeling that we were going to go to the mall and it was going to be all bad. We've tried to order them online to pre-order them, but they are making it hard out here. It's so confusing. Like when you link it to your phone, it's just so confusing. They don't make it easy. Like I said, already been to the mall twice about these damn phones. Went again today. I had a feeling on the drive there that we were not going to be successful. So you go up to the Apple store. They tell you to have to go to another line. So we get over to that line, wait in line. We get to the front. They're like, we're out of iPhones. You have to pre-order them online. And we're like, we haven't been able to do it. So... Brett then sits, wants to sit down in the mall to get on the app to try to order him in the phone, in the mall. And I'm like, I have work to do. So I would like to go home. We still had to go to the grocery store. Of course, arguments pursued. 
ensued, not pursued, arguments ensued, and then we just ignored each other in the car, and then we got to the grocery store, and I was like, I've tried to leave the grocery store, I set the goddamn alarm off, like, it's not going well, and it's a Friday, it's not my Friday, but it is Friday, so, you know what, hi, it's Friday, and I'm cranky as all fucking get out, our parents, our parents, my parents are coming over tomorrow, and Brett was like, when we got to the store, he was like, we were really, we were seriously arguing over these phones. He was like, um, I'm not making dinner. Or he was like, I'm not going into the store. I was like, well, you're the one making dinner. He's like, you figured out. Google the recipe. I'm like, oh, my God. Is this really happening right now? On a Friday? On a Friday. Things were going so well. These iPhones have done nothing but cause problems in my relationship and my life. What's the deal? I don't even want the phone that damn bad. Like, honestly, I really don't. But... We got home. We've got a more. Brett ordered his in the middle of the mall. I refused. I was like, we do not need to sit here and sit on mall furniture to order these phones. We're going home. So we got home. Brett ordered mine while I did my radio show. And now we're going to sit down and watch some TV. And I'm going to unwind before I have to work tomorrow. Brett's like, I woke up at 2 a.m. for work this morning. He's an over-exaggerator. He woke up at like 3, which is still early. But I have to work tomorrow. So check, mate, because it's a competition. It's a competition. It's a competition. You know what's really sad? Kristen S. I know some of you know who that is. She sells, she has the hairline that's specific to Target. I actually think it's other places now too. But her brother, who's like 35 years old, married, just has a newborn baby, got COVID and died. She posted about it last week and I was like, oh, he's going to pull through. He died. Perfectly healthy guy. Died. I cannot believe it. When you hear stories like that, even though I don't personally know her, but like, I don't know, you watch COVID stories and stuff on the news, but when you personally, not that I personally know her, like I said again, but I personally know of her. Oh, great. Benny's barking. Our pet's heads are falling off. Okay. You know what? Hello, 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 my little calendar girl. Talk to you Saturday. Benny! Saturday. I decided that today during my lunch break, I was going to record... Um, something for the podcast and then <laughs> went downstairs and sat on the couch with Benny and he was just being so cute. So now um, I have let's see, six minutes left in my lunch break. I'm like, OK, well, and I have a hell of stuff to do. Like my parents are coming over tonight. It was kind of not a last minute thing, but they got back to me last minute. So my dad gave us a printer a while ago and for like three weeks after he gave it, he's every day is like, did you plug it in? Did you get it to work? Did you plug it in? He hates giving me things because I don't like use them right away. And so I was like, Brett, this printer, we have to get it plugged in working before my parents come. I could have done that. I could have cleaned the bathroom. I mean, there's a million things that I could have done. But instead, I sat on the couch and I played with Benny. We have to. He also gave us a wine thing recently. Luckily, that's already plugged in. But we have to throw like the like everything that he's given us. We need to make sure that it's operating because he's going to want to see it and do an inspection when he gets here this evening. And that's fact. After work, I need to make a cheese board. And then I always feel so bad. Like we're inviting them over, but I'm wearing um, bike shorts and a Disneyland sweatshirt right now. Oh, that I just realized is on backwards tight I will not be changing upon their arrival have not washed my hair since Tuesday but I I'm at home my stepmom is one of those people that like gets ready excuse me while I just change my shirt she gets ready she has heels on she's gonna have her makeup done like she's gonna look cute and I'm gonna be like hey guys super frumpy first of all wearing a baggy sweatshirt to try to hide my weight gain because I don't need my dad to um say anything about that which I'm sure he will um don't want that to be a t- – isn't that terrible? I have to feel self-conscious around my parents. But my dad makes comments. 
So I need to try to um, hide <laughs> what I have going on. I was just thinking. So I've been really thinking about the 75 day hard. And I know it's like gimmicky and it's like a thing or whatever, but it's like you read a self-help book, you um, have to do two 45-minute exercises a day, one's outside, you just stick to any like diet that you want. So like, you know, if you want to do no dairy or what, you just do whatever you want. No alcohol. I really want to do it. It's just that Brett's parents are coming now, so there's no way that I'm going to be able to do 75 days with no alcohol because when they're coming, they're it's like a celebration. If they if there wasn't a pandemic and they had been coming this entire time, then maybe I could make an exception, but we haven't seen them in two years, so it's going to be a celebration. So obviously can't start it now, but um, we ate a lot healthier this week. I don't think I'm going back to what we've been eating. You can tell that this is a um, an issue that I have within myself because I bring it up so much, especially lately. Anyways, I really want to do the 75 day hard or just something that's going to like get me into a good habit because I can't seem to do it for myself. Last night, Brad and I ate an entire take and bake pizza. There's these Detroit style pizzas at Costco that you put in the oven and they're so good. And we took it to the dome last night. We had some leftover and then sat on the couch. And then later, because we just can't help ourselves. Brett's like, should we throw some pizza? And I was like, yeah, ridiculous. Anyways, wearing and he's trying to find an outfit that's not going to draw any attention to anything because I do not. I will go off if my dad says something and I can tell that it's coming. I can, he, I can tell by the way he gives me little stares and talks about, oh, our side of the family has health conditions and blah, 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 blah. Oh my goodness. Bracing myself for impact. I just got, I'm, I'm also hyped right now because I got a coffee. This morning, it was a rough morning at work. So I was like, that's it. I'm going to Postmates a coffee. I took a chance. I was worried about it just because I feel like they're going to take a drink. You know, how does it come? Is it secure? Um, I was very happy with the way that it came. I got a venti, the, my regular drink. Can't even see straight right now. I feel like my eyeballs are like moving in my head. Um, it came great. The delivery was great. It had like a little sticker on top. However, Starbucks fucked my drink up. There was no sweet, cold, comb, comb, comb from, comb from. There was no sweet, cold, cold, sweet cream, cold foam. <laughs> Fuck. Sweet cream, cold foam. Say that five times fast. Sweet cream, cold foam. Sweet cream, cold foam. Sweet cream. Nope. Can't do it. Um, there was none on top. So I filed a complaint with Starbucks and also with Post Postmates. Not about my delivery, but just about like, hi, what the fuck? I pay. How much extra is that? Like a dollar twenty-five? Give me my sweet cream, cold foam. Otherwise, great delivery. I have a minute left on my break. Um, also, the egg bite, the kale egg bites are so good. If you haven't had them yet, I know that probably doesn't sound appetizing, but it is. Trust me. So, yeah, I'm all hopped up on coffee right now. And that's basically it. Oh, you know my friend Morgan? Well, that I've never met. The one that was on the podcast that started her own podcast that had me reflecting on my life. Well, she's already charting, which is great for her. I noticed that she's using this um, company called Chartable or whatever. So I signed up today and I don't really understand how it works yet because I've been at work. So I haven't been able to dedicate my full focus onto what it is, but I'm excited because I think it's going to give me more analytics and maybe give an op- give me an opportunity to work with other podcasters. So that's really great. And I'm excited about it. Been messing around with it a little bit this morning on like my janky little 10 minute breaks. Um, so more to come on that. Look at us thriving on a Saturday. Still can't stop singing Calendar Girl. Legit stuck in my head like it's deep within my brain and my thoughts. Um, so yeah, that's just where we're at today. Brett's making this stew. I don't like stews. He's making the stew for dinner. He swears I'm going to like it. And I do like it because we normally eat a full baguette with it. But dare I, I will not be doing that tonight. I'm not eating a full bag. If you dip it, the baguette in it, it's bomb. But will I just eat a stew with no bread? 
I mean, I'll enjoy it kind of. So I'm making a fat cheese board <laughs> and that's going to be my dinner. I mean, I'm going to eat the stew, but I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, great. My computer sounds on and we're out of time, folks. JK, I'm back. Same day. Guess who's back? Did you hear that Detroit, um, Detroit, Eminem's opening up a restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. And he's going to spell um, sell like spaghetti sandwiches. Obviously, spaghetti. I'd never heard of a spaghetti sandwich before. And then there's going to be a trailer attached and they're going to sell M&M merch. I thought that was so cool and creative. People are going to love it that are diehard um, M&M fans, which I feel like there's probably a lot in Detroit. Also, I'm at this weird stage in my hair life. I just thought like you have long hair. You can the sky's the limit. You can do anything with long hair. Now my hair is long. I'm about to get a trim this week from Violet, which I'm excited about because I feel like my ends are raggedy. But I just I don't know what to do with my hair. So it's dirty. I think I just I think I talked about this like today, maybe yesterday. Can't keep track of the days. That's why we're doing it different now. Like a die. Dear diary. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good I'm gonna write that down. Dear diary. There's an idea. Oh, I gotta talk to you about Anna. Did I already talk to you about Anna? Sorry, I'm away from the mic. Okay, so anyways. Haven't washed my hair since Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. No, definitely Tuesday. Yeah, that's when we took my sister-in-law and my brother out for dinner. Haven't washed it since Tuesday, so it's dirty. But I'm going to wash it tomorrow because it's the Lace Salon anniversary party. So I'm going to be washing it. And um, so it's dirty. And I have dry shampoo in it. But, like, the dry shampoo doesn't mask the grease. So I can put it up in a ponytail for a certain amount of days after I've washed it. And then after that, I just really don't know what to do. I was doing this like tight ballerina bun for a while, but that really brings out the rolls in my chin. So can't do that. I just my messy buns. I have way more hair than I've ever managed before in my adult life. So I just don't know what kind of messy bun. like nothing works for me. I also use those like keychain looking hair ties. And I don't know if that's the best choice for this length of hair or for what I'm trying to do. I got these hair ties when I was trying, when I had tape and hair extensions and I didn't want to leave a mark when I put my hair up at night and I don't really care if I leave a mark now. So I feel like maybe I need to explore different hair tie options. Maybe a scrunch would be nice. A scrunchie, I mean. So yeah, I'm just in this weird, I've never, I'm in uncharted territory. I had a guy call me today on the phone and tell me that he was not trying to make a molehill out of a mole. Um, excuse me, sir. That is not the saying, but nice try. So if anyone has any hair tips for me, what I should be using, what I could be doing, that would be great. Um, a couple things on the pop culture front. Did you hear that, first of all, Starbucks is testing out a vegan whipped cream? Right now, it's only in Seattle, but they plan on rolling it out everywhere if it's successful. So that was pretty cool. Also, American Gladiator, who remembers that show? It is being shopped to networks. How cool would it be if American Gladiator came back? I legit used to love that show. I feel like there's been a lot of great shows since then, but um, like that are similar. But I don't know. Just like I hope they bring back the nostalgic feel of American Gladiator. Um, Blake Lively. Did you know that she doesn't drink? I never knew that about her. Anyways, Ryan Reynolds obviously has his gin company. She released a line of mixers, which I'm about. I like a spritz, you know, and this is kind of on brand with that. So they're called Betty Buzz. And the the meaning behind the name is her dad's name was Ernie Brown, not even Lively. He ended up taking um, his wife's name, 
which is Blake Lively's mom's name. So Blake Lively said that all the all the success that she's experienced, her dad hasn't really, you know, um, her dad never got to see like the the brunt of that. The brunt isn't the right word, but he never got to see that because she wasn't using his name. So Betty was actually his mom's name and also a sister's name. So she named it Betty Buzz um, so that all the success from that will be directly tied to him. She said Ernie Buzz didn't have a great, <laughs> like a good tune to it. So she didn't go with that, which I agree with her there. Ernie Buzz. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like it. Betty Buzz is cuter, though. I thought that was pretty cool. I definitely would like to try them because I like I like a mixer. You know, maybe I could find a good vodka, use the Betty Buzz mixers. I don't really know what the flavors are. They're like non-paraban, non-GMO, no sugar, vegan. Like, I don't – what well, what do they consist of? Please, someone tell me. Elon Musk and his uh, wife, girlfriend Grimes, they broke up. So I just want to know who's going to have custody of AL squared cubed, whatever their fucking kid's name is. So weird. What else has happened in the news this week? Hmm. Going back in my show prep notes. Whoa, I'm back to a really weird date. I ran out of notebooks, so I've had to use the back pages. So I'm on one page at September 27th, and then on the other page, we're back in April. Because I ran out of notebooks, and Brett's going to kill me if I just spend all this money on random notebooks. Okay, rambling now about notebooks. Now seems like a good time to tie the ribbon, cut it off, seal it for the day. I'll let you guys know how the dinner goes tomorrow. Sunday. I'm so pumped. Um, a lot of Benny talk coming at you in five, four, three, two, one. So I just took Brett to the bar to watch the Raider game with um, Manny. And we d- I was like going to be gone for what, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. So we just decided to leave Benny out. And I was stressed the whole drive, like nervous tummy. And I came back and he was fine, just waiting by the door. Not that we're going to leave him- be leaving him out for more than that, but I'm excited that we gave it a shot and that he didn't like eat anything or ruin anything. Chuck was laying in the sunshine when I came back, like undisturbed, unbothered. Could this be the future? I'm excited to not have to lock him up anymore. Number one, the playpen takes up like half of our living room. And also, I just feel bad. But I feel like that's the only time that Chuck gets a break, which is part of the reason why we do it. So I'm going to be getting ready here shortly to go to the Lace 10-year anniversary party at Honey and the Trap Cat or whatever it's called. I'm excited to get a drink from there. I don't feel like drinking, so I'm just going to get a one. But... This is the place where you like tell them what you like and they'll make you something like I guess there's not a real menu. So I'm excited. We had dinner last night. My parents came over. Wouldn't you know the first thing my dad asked, have you guys hooked the printer up yet? So thank God we plugged that bad boy in. Um, We spilt red wine all over our white cabinets and all over the floor. It got all over Brett. But otherwise, it was a success, except for Brett. There was UFC on last night. I feel like UFC's on all the time. And so my dad was glued to the TV the whole time. So was Brett. And so we all sat there and watched UFC after dinner, which is not ideal. But it was actually a pretty good fight. So I was kind of into it. Um, Also, something that I wrote down yesterday after I stopped recording. So if when I'm in the office and I'm working and I'm by myself, I leave the door open and sometimes it gets a little wild, like Benny and Chuck just get to be too much. So I lure Benny in here by shaking a bag of treats. And then the treats that I have for him right now are so hard. Like he won't eat a full treat. I have to break it up. And sometimes I can't even do it. Like we just took Benny to the dog park this morning and he got super muddy. So we took him to get a bath afterwards. 
And I bring a bag of treats and I feed him treats as we're bathing him because that's the only way he'll be good. And I brought these hard ass treats and I like couldn't break them in half. Like the I just and then I would try to give him a full one and he wouldn't eat it. So anyways, I break him up into little pieces once he comes into the office and he starts eating them. And it is so loud that I wonder what the people on the phone think that I'm doing. If they just think that I'm like munching down on some snacks while they're telling me um, airing out all their grievances. It's so like these are the hardest treats I've ever ever gotten him in my life um Brett not also on the way to to give Benny a bath fat Joe what's love came on and Brett was singing last night I was like what those aren't the words he's like yeah la- last night got to do and I was like no it's what's love and he's like no it's not if you think those are the words you are mis- mistaken oh am I am I mistaken um, you know, random thoughts on a Sunday. Brett, Brett went to Rayleigh's yesterday and got this bomb sandwich. I had a bite of it and I was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous that you got that sandwich. He went back today, got the same sandwich and it was totally different. Like it was not the same sandwich at all. Um, and so I ate it even though I didn't want it. It wasn't good. wasn't my jam. I still ate it. So now I feel stuffed and so full when had I known it wasn't going to be the correct sandwich, I would have done something else. You know what I've been craving? Something that I would have like a concoction that I would have never thought of on my own, but I've been seeing it on people's Instagrams um, like an Eggo with peanut butter on it and like hella fruit, like blueberries and bananas on top. Does that sound so good or what? I'm like super craving that right now. I also feel like I should get on a Peloton and do that before I take a shower to get ready. But Sunday is my only day where I get to enjoy doing nothing. Like I said, I think earlier this week I had said that I like kind of wanted to flake on going to this thing today, but I know that I need to support and be a good friend. It's just that Sundays I really like to keep open to do absolutely nothing because it's my only day. So even though I know I'd feel better after doing a Peloton, I kind of just want to take my time getting ready. I didn't realize Law & Order came back um, this week, so I started watching the premiere of that. I'm going to try to squeeze in. Law and Order organized crime while my hair dries. Also, the first 30 people to this anniversary party get a swag bag. So I'm trying to show up at least 15 minutes early to get my hands on one of those. And that's just kind of where I'm at right now with my life. Sundays, man. So excited I got to sleep till 9 o'clock. So excited that I, yeah, that's really it. Not really excited about anything else. This girl messaged me on Instagram She's a reporter in Philadelphia, and she said that she's, like, a big animal lover. Anyway, she came across my Petco story, and she was like, it's such a great story. I shared it with a bunch of other, you know, news people or whatever. I hope that you don't mind. And I was like, no, at all. No, I don't mind at all. She was like, you should totally write a kid's book, which I'm sure I've talked about in episodes before. I'll, me and my sister-in-law, like, joke about doing a kid's book. And she was like, all you would need is, a, is an illustrator. And I've been nonstop thinking about it. Like, imagine if I wrote a kid's book about Chuck. Are we dead? Do we know an illustrator? Do we think we can make this happen? I've had all these ideas recently. Like I've just been inspired by things that at first make me feel bad about myself, but then like in turn inspire me. So you know how I talked about, pretty sure I talked about this yesterday, the Morgan girl and how she posted that her podcast after week one is already charting. And I was like, oh, good for her. I wish that I like I just she's has TikTok. She has like such a, such a great following. So anyways, not surprising. Um, but I'm just like I've been reaching out to a couple people about, 
you know, promoting my podcast and I feel like I'm just on a good trend of not feeling like shit like I did last week because last week I was really like, should I even be doing this? Like things got, things took a turn. It got dark at the end of the podcast and I'm feeling a lot like lighter and brighter this week. I just feel more positive and, um, just like I have a handle on things a little bit better than I did last week. I think I just needed to come to Jesus and thank God some of my friends gave that to me. Before I bought we before I bought before I bought this, before I purchased this house, before Brett and I bought this house, we had been looking for a house probably like six months, maybe eight months before. And then we took a break because it's not for the faint of heart. Brett and I found this house in West Sac that we absolutely fucking loved. It had just been built like a shack was there before and it was torn down the people that lived there were the first owners and it was beautiful kind of in a weird neighborhood but like beautiful it was like our dream home and I mean we weren't super like well we were serious about buying then at least we thought we were we just didn't realize how like in over our head we were at that point and we weren't in any position to be in like a bidding war So to speak. So we put an offer in on this house. And I mean, I don't know. I can't remember how strong we came in, but um, someone came in with a better offer. And also there was like solar on the house that had to be bought out. I don't know. Things got weird and we weren't able to get it. And so I compare that house. um, I compared every house to that house when we were looking. I was like, well, it's not the house on Smilex. It's not the house on Smilex. I want that house on Smilex. And I would go back and just look at the pictures all the time because they're still online. Somehow, I think maybe because I viewed it so many times, Zillow thinks that it's my house, I think. And yesterday, because we get a report on our house from like Redfin, I think, because I've claimed it as ours. But Zillow yesterday was like um, giving me like the stats, like the trends of the house now. And so it's like back on my mind. And so I went through and looked at the pictures again. And I'm like, these motherfuckers that bought this house. I remember like, I'm, it's going to sound so creepy. I found out I found out who moved in there. <laughs> I found them on Facebook. I was like, these assholes, they're not even married. <laughs> they're too young to be to have this home. Like it was perfect. It had like this um this spiral staircase in the living room almost. It was kind of hard to walk up, but at the top there was like this bedroom that wasn't zoned and inside there was a recording studio. It would have been so perfect for my podcast like you guys. The only thing that and the backyard had like a built-in barbecue and deck. The pool was pretty small, like there wasn't a ton of area to lay out, but there I mean this house was perfect. I can't it like makes me want to cry thinking about it. And now I've been thinking about it even more because it popped up in my memories and I revisited it and I'm like oh my god if this house ever became available like we would be all over it I cannot stop thinking about it but Brett and I are so um we get I don't I don't I don't want to come across like we always need like the latest and greatest because that's not it but we get like bored like we're already talking about like when do you think we're going to trade in our car like we're just I don't know. So I know that a lot of people don't operate like that. They move into a home and sometimes never leave. Um, The house that I grew up in, I mean, we were there for freaking ever. So we've lived in this house for, it'll be two years in February. And we're already talking about like hopefully potentially moving next summer or maybe the following. Well, Brett thinks next summer. I realistically think that we should be here a little bit longer. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. There's just things that we want. Like we need more of a yard for Benny. There's just, we need more space. 
this is our first home. There's things that we've realized since being here. Like we need a bigger bathroom. Like I was so focused on, I just want a pool and I want a kitchen. Obviously it's so nice being in the same neighborhood as my brother down the street and my sister-in-law and then their whole family. There's a lot of pros to living here. I just feel like just like with Benny and obviously we're not just moving because we have a dog. Anyways, 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 anyways. I am just like, I wonder if they'll sell that house anytime soon. (laughs) What's their situation? Are you guys still together? Is there anything I can do to change that? Break you guys up so you just have to put the house on the market? Uh, I just, it's just that house that I, and the price was so good probably because it was in, like I said, it was in a weird neighborhood. Like it was a brand new house amongst houses that were older, which I understand was potentially why it was priced the way that it was. Like, I don't know what that neighborhood's like over there in West Sac. It's not, wasn't left, left on Jefferson. It was right. And I never go right on Jefferson. It was like tucked back in a neighborhood. I never go over there. I think when I played kickball, we played at the park over there like a couple times. But that house has just been on my brain hardcore the past couple days. I can't stop thinking about it. And this happens to me from time to time. There's also, oh my God, there's a house right now for sale in Carmichael. I'm obsessed. All I do all day is work and then I really can't multitask, but when I do look at my computer, I'm looking at Redfin and there's a house in Carmichael right now. It doesn't have a pool, but it was rebuilt in 2019 by a Beverly Hills architecture company or construction, whatever. I don't know. It's beautiful. And then there's another house on, let's see, I save them to my favorites because I not, not because I think we're going to buy them, but I like to see what they end up selling for. There's another house on Taylor Way in Sacramento, like an East Sac. And it's a super small house. From the outside, you would think it's nothing special. The garage isn't even big enough to park your car in. But holy shit, they did. Um, you know what Yard Zen is? I mean, I'm not saying that it's the exact company, but they had like this pool put in the backyard and it's not big enough to do laps. It's like a dipping pool. I mean, there could be a few more people in it and they have this deck to lay out like the house. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I can't stop looking at it. It's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, almost 800000 And then the house in Carmichael is just under a million. And it's gorgeous. I am obsessed with looking at houses. You have no idea. It's all I do all day. Oh, I like this about this house and this about another house. I was telling my dad last night. He hates when I, like, talk about my hopes and dreams because he just wants me to have a stable job and he doesn't want me to leave like he's like your 401 this is a good company stay with the company that you're with you have 401k yada 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 but last night I was like god I don't want to be a realtor because I don't want to be on call all the time I wish I knew how to take pictures of houses so that I could like do that I could never stage a home like I'm really I can't be in this industry at all at all but I wish that I could because I love looking at houses how many times do I have to say this I'm obsessed obsessed you guys I realized that um I asked a while ago my friend Caitlin brought this to my attention if you wanted to hear like I was like do you want to hear this story or this story next week and I never told the Bob Saget story so I plan on doing this doing that for this episode um it is Sunday so maybe Monday or Tuesday and I'm excited to kind of put all these days together and see what it sounds like and if this can be a thing going forward I think my plan is on Mondays um I'm gonna do like a let's get caught up from the weekend like the big entertainment things that happen over the weekend and do that on Mondays and then Tuesdays maybe like tell a story I don't really know I'm going to work out the kinks as I go. It's the first time I'm trying this. But I'll keep you guys posted on the drinks at Honey and the Trap Cat. 
the swag bag of what's inside. And I'm going to go take a shower and watch Law and Order. Monday. Happy Adoptiversary to Chuck. The reason that I have this podcast, the love of my life that's meowing at the door because I won't let him in, but I know what's going to happen is he'll come in and then I'll shut the door and he's going to freak that I shut the door and he's going to want to get out. And so he just has to stay out there until I'm done. Seven years. I can't believe I brought him home seven years ago. It's crazy because like, We just got done from taking Benny on a walk and we passed these people at the park and the dog was off the leash, like playing with the ball. Wasn't phased by Benny walking by going crazy. And I think like, is Benny ever going to get there? And I just wish that I could like go back to how I felt or what I wondered about Chuck when I first had him. I remember thinking that it was so weird that I had a cat. I remember going to the movies the night that I got him and then like I I was obsessed with him from the beginning, but I just never could have imagined what it would have turned into. I mean, honestly, I look at him sometimes and I'm like, I love you so much. It makes me want to cry. Like, it's ridiculous. I Did I say this the other day? The, I don't I don't know if I talked about this. I follow a guy on social media. I'm friends with him. I'm friends. I, I follow him like he's a celebrity. I'm friends with him in real life. I haven't seen him in years, but he has a, I believe she's a yellow lab and kind of, I know, I noticed that he's been posting about her a lot and like the mood seemed kind of sad. And this weekend he was posting like basically that he was going to have to say goodbye on Monday that he had to put her down. And I have just been thinking about it nonstop because I cannot even imagine the pain of that. I can't even think about it. Like it gives me, I, oh, I can't even think about it. Let's just jump right into things that have happened over the weekend. Let's get caught up on the weekend. Actually, normally on Mondays, I have like so many pages of TMZ and E! News and Pop Sugar and Delish and Food Beast and Complex to roll through. It takes me like two hours. Not a lot happened this weekend. Like honestly, I normally am like, oh, what am I going to talk about during my shows on a Monday? But today it was slim pickings. Number one, Dog the Bounty Hunter showed up to look for Brian Laundry in the Gabby Petito case. I did not know that Dog the Bounty Hunter was a real thing. Like, I thought he was a just like a reality TV star. I didn't know he actually found people. This blew my mind. Like, when he was on CNN and Fox News and shit talking about, like, the leads, I was like, wait, what? Like, am I the only one that thought that he was just like a fictional character, like a social media star? I knew that he had a show, but I didn't know it was legit. I thought it was, like, scripted. Mind-blowing. Everyone's talking about all the Britney Spears documentaries. Haven't watched them yet. I feel like the first one was good, but now it's just like overload. And from what she said, most of the shit in them are not true. So do I even want to like, I feel like we already have so much Britney content. I don't, I feel like I don't want to fog the brain with any more, especially if it's not, not true. I feel like enough is enough. Um, Pete Davidson is going to be back for the 47th season of Saturday Night Live, which I personally am not excited about. He's funny sometimes, but I am over how famous he is. It really annoys me. And I had high, high hopes on a living that he wasn't going to be back this year. And he is. So spoiler, it sucks, too, because the one oh, what's that guy's name? Um, Bruce. No, not his, not his name's name. That's not my name. His name is, oh, fuck, the volume's on, you guys. Sorry. One day I'm, I'm going to get it, and it's going to be flawless. But let me tell you, that day is not today. Beck Bennett, he is leaving, and I really like him. He's one of the characters that I, like, love. So I do not like that. Can we switch him for Pete Davidson, 
please. Um, Kim K, her outfit for the Met Gala is now a Halloween costume, and it's hilarious and brilliant, but it's also $100, and I'm not spending that much on a costume that's going to cover my body from head to foot. Like, ladies, are we being sexy this Halloween or are we being funny? Because if we're being funny, this is definitely a good costume avenue. But I would say do it yourself. What's funny about the the website that it's on is it's titled as like guest mystery guest gala costume. Gala or gala? Caribbean or Caribbean? I mean, these are questions that are on my mind. Um, the description says breathable fabric. (laughs) Honestly, if I was doing something for Halloween and I wanted to be funny, this would be the costume that I would choose because it's freaking hilarious. Um, I went to the Lace Salon 10 anniversary party yesterday at Honey and the Trap Cat. And, um, I was one of the first people there and which means that I made friends with not by choice, the other person that got there first, who I just had a lot of awkward conversation with. She was an older lady. She was an older lady that wore a lot of makeup, so she appeared younger, but I'm I'm pretty sure, I can't wait to ask Violet, I'm pretty sure she's like in her 50s. Anyways, neither here nor there. She was like taking selfies at the bar when we went to go get a drink, and she was telling me that this guy that she's been talking to online was like maybe going to meet up. Anyways, he did. And it was, I've never been more uncomfortable in my life. I think she was kind of depending on me to make conversation and I was not about to do that. He, they stood next to each other and like literally did things. It was like, as it was out of a movie, like the weather's nice today. Like it was so awkward. As soon as he started walking up, she was going, oh no, 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 no. And he could definitely hear her. Um, After about 10 minutes of sitting there in like silence, he was like, well, I'm going to go get grab a drink. I'll be right back. And she was like, "Okay." And then she turned to me and goes, please don't come back. And he definitely heard her. I was like, shh. And he never came back. (laughs) Never came back. I went inside and looked for him and not there. He left. It was the most awkward, like not not the environment I was expecting. Um, But the party was beautiful. She had a photographer. She had like little goodie bags. Um, There were T-shirts made that said Lace Salon and Honey in the Trap Cat is the coolest place. So the rumors were true. They don't have a drink menu. You just tell them what type of alcohol you like and they make you something. And the food there looked so good. I wanted to eat the food so freaking bad. I wish I would have brought Brett with me. For some reason, I just thought it was going to be like a girls only thing. But everyone brought their husbands. So Brett went to Stingers to watch the Raider game. And I went there and I was like, damn, I wish I would have brought him because if I would have, we could have like got dinner there and stuff. I can't wait to go back and eat the food and just get more drinks. I also drove. So I was like, mm, two drink maximum. Um, but the drinks were really good. And I would say, though, like this is totally I guess it's like this with like most cocktails, not like one place doesn't do this and this place did. What I will say is the ice to drink ratio is alarming. Like there was a big gap at the top of my cup. I was like a little more please but the bartender was really nice it was good vibes in there I was shocked at how big it is so yeah I can't wait to go back can't wait to try the food but if you haven't been there and you like craft cocktails 10 10 wreck a fucking mend um I got a look at the guys from the shell season I'm pretty sure these guys have been rumored for a while but I've been not I just haven't been paying as close attention to reality Steve so um I just haven't really been paying attention. So based on looks alone, the three guys that I think are going to make it far. Actually, I only took a screenshot of two. One of them is our next bachelor. Brandon K, Joe and Ryan. 
Ryan looks like a douchebag, so he's probably not going to make it far. But just basing it off looks alone, these are the three guys that I like. So I'll post them at What the Chuck podcast so that you can see. Um, as normal, to scrolling through them, not that impressed. But as the um, season goes on and I start to, you know, get a feel for their personalities, I'm sure that'll change. Brett just gave me the universal signal for it's dinner time. So, okay. Tuesday. It's been so nice. All day today, like, I haven't felt the anxiety that I normally feel on Tuesdays knowing, like, when I get off work, okay, I have to do this, and I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to record my shows, and I'm going to do my podcast, and, like, it just is a lot, and you guys, I have a facial scheduled in 45 minutes, and I'm just going to record my little piece, boom, bam, bop it all together, and then I'm outie. I am just so excited at this new diary format that I've thrown together for this podcast. What I'm not excited about is the news that I woke up to this morning, as I'm sure you all saw, because it was on literally everyone's Facebook and Instagram page, is the statement from DeVere's that they're closing. It was a pull-at-your-heartstrings moment because, I mean, this is a place that Everyone loves in Sacramento, whether you just like the food or the drinks or the atmosphere, everyone has a memory at DeVere's. And I think it was shocking because they seem to come back from the pandemic and kind of be like new and improved. Like they did a little updating inside and there's like this new drink menu and the vibe's a little bit different. I really feel like DeVere's was the last bar that I was expecting to close. And now that it is, I just feel so sad for them and I really just want the community to pull together in like a Disney movie moment and save them. Like everyone's been sharing it. I know so many people that are going there to get drinks over the next couple days. Like can we save it? Can this be a moment where like we come together as a team? The team is called Sacramento and we save them? Like is that a thing? It's not possible, right? They probably owe so much money in back rent. I mean how busy are they really on the weekends? It is so sad. I can't believe it. And we don't even have a lot of time to say goodbye. They are closing. The last day is on Sunday. I kind of want to go get brunch there on Sunday now. I just can't believe that's closing. Literally cannot believe it. So yeah, that was not the peak of my day. And then everyone's just been reposting it. So every time I get on Instagram, I'm just like rethinking it. Ugh. So sad. Um, on a lighter note, Brett and I started watching Ted Lasso last night. So many people have been like, you need to watch Ted Lasso. Are you watching Ted Lasso? Are you watching Ted Lasso? Like so many people. I say so many. I mean like six or seven. Uh, my friend JFO has asked me on numerous occasions. She checks in with me periodically. And I've always been like, oh, we're watch finishing Love Island. Love Island was fucking 68 episodes long. OK, I had some episodes to get through. We started watching Ted Lasso last night. Brett's in the new, back in the habit of not phones down family time. He's been playing a game on his phone while we're watching TV, which is extremely perturbing. Um, but I had my phone down and we put it on little 30 minute episodes. I wish they were longer. It's so funny and I can't tell where it's going right now. Like I can tell where a couple things are going, but I... I I am it's a toss up like is this woman the owner is she going to end up liking him are they going to be friends is her whole vendetta going to turn around Keely the girl that actress I never realized she was English she's been in um a couple shows as an American actress she was in that movie with Justin Timberlake Parker so I was shocked that she was English 
I thought for sure she was putting on an accent. Brett and I have this game where we're like, are they an English actor or American? We always guess. And then I Google it. And of course, I guessed American and I was wrong. And then I was shook that Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer was in it. I was like, who is that guy when he came on the screen? Who is that? He's been in something that I've watched. And Brett was like, he's been in loads of things. And then I looked it up and I was like, Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer. What did I just say? Zuffy the Vampire Flayer. Um, I hadn't seen any other things that he was in that was on his Wikipedia or whatever, but Buffy. So yeah, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, it's good. Brett and I watched like four episodes last night and I'm excited because it's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. And no, just kidding. It's Tuesday, but tomorrow's my day off. And so I don't have to wake up for anything specific tomorrow. I have a meeting at 11 and that's it. So I plan on staying up for a little bit tonight and watching it. Also, I had no clue that Law & Order SVU was already back. Like, hey, watched both of those episodes um, over the weekend. So good. Came out with a bang. Um, last season, I really liked Organized Crime. I felt like the season premiere of SVU was stronger than Organized Crime. I feel like Stabler is looking a little veiny, a little old man muscular. I don't know how I feel about it. And then um, Mariska Hargit Haggerty or whatever her name is. I love her, but she's been a lot on social media lately. Like she has been, it's been a lot. But anyways, I'm so happy that it's back because that has to be one of my favorite shows. And then over the weekend, we also caught up on all the challenge episodes, which I'm sure I've already told you because I've been talking to you every day this week. Dear Diary, September 28th. 521. Oh shit. You know what? The allergies. Woo! So bad today. Oh my Lanta, the wind. I'm not ready. It had me feeling like sick, you know? Like cold sick, like eh, I can't go. I'm sick. Um, and I'm not. It's just the allergies. So I popped a pill way too late in the day. I need to work allergy pills back into my daily rotation. So as promised, Tuesday is story time. I'm going to try to keep that trend where Tuesday's the day that I would normally record is where I tell you a story. Could be fact, could be fiction. Well, it can't be fiction because I don't have an imagination like that. But my friend Kaylin brought to my attention that I never told the Bob Saget story. So I loved Full House growing up. My brother, my sister and I, we loved it. Came on Tuesday nights. We always had like a like a good dinner on Tuesdays. Like my mom would make like fish sticks and mac and cheese. I don't know. We liked that back in the day. And we would watch Full House. Like I loved it. Just reminds me of my childhood. And then as an adult, I would watch it anytime it was on. Like I fell asleep to it on Nick at Night every single night. Like I loved it. So when I was in my early 20s and I kind of created this persona for myself of this like raging alcoholic that went out on dates and cussed people out, blah, 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 blah. I created um, a blog called Dear Bob Saget or something like that. It doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. It's old because um, a lot of things that I said would probably be very offensive these days. Like no chill. I don't I don't have access to it. I don't have copies of them. It's a thing of the past. So if you were there for that era, you are you and I are in on that secret. But I would also post all these pictures of Bob Saget, like just to be funny. And I really did have an obsession with him. So um, there was this contest and it was for charity. I forget exactly what it was for, but basically you could bid and the money would go to charity and the highest bid would get to go to one of Bob's shows and either in New York or Las Vegas. So I posted on my Facebook, like if all my Facebook friends donate a dollar, I could go and see him. So I've always kept his identity secret because he asked me to, but it's so far removed. I mean, I could say his name. I'm not going to say his last name, obviously. This guy named Peter liked my best friend. And I think he was trying to impress her. So basically, he sent me an email. He bid on this auction and won and put the tickets in my name. 
and I was shook as fuck. So I wanted to go to New York, but they only paid for you to go see Bob. Like they didn't pay for anything else. Like your flight wasn't included. At least I think it's a little foggy. This happened forever ago. So my friend Summer and I, we were the ones that were going to go and we couldn't afford to go to New York. So Vegas it was. So I like bought a dress. Like I went shopping. Like I was going to meet Bob Saget. It's a meet and greet and then going to the comedy show. I don't really remember the details of that trip exactly, but I went in with the thought in my head that like I was potentially going to marry Bob Saget because I was this young girl and I was like, hi, like, yeah, he's going to love me. And this is not even because I, I do not find him attractive. It's just like it was funny to be obsessed with him. And so I took it and ran with it. And I was like, if I have to marry him for the joke, like I have to marry him for the joke. And in my delusional mind, I really thought that I was going to show up there in my bandage BB dress and like throw it in the bag. Like I thought I was going to leave with Bob Saget. Real thought in my mind. Went and got my makeup done at MAC, um, put a headband around my around my forehead, like wore it the wrong way, wore Jessica Simpson shoes that I had no business walking around in. I feel like we might have gotten a limo there. I can't remember. There had to be other perks besides just like a meet and greet and going to see Bob. Anyways, I don't really remember too much of the show. I If you've seen his stand-up, it's pretty much the same every time. He doesn't really get new material. But afterwards, we go backstage and there's like a group of us and there's this woman or this girl wearing a Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt. She has um, blonde curly hair that she brushed, like dry brushed and then put up in a bun. And Bob is like nonstop talking to her nonstop. Okay, won't look up from the conversation, won't talk to anyone else. So finally, it's my time to meet him. And I was like, oh, my God, I had a BB heart shaped notepad and a maroon like fuchsia looking like mini um, permanent marker keychain. And I was like, can you sign this? I'm going to go get your name tattooed on my body after this. So I said to him, he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, please don't do that. Signed my paper, took my picture. And that was it. Went back to talking to Winnie the Pooh. No lie. That was the extent of my interaction with him. That was it. I'm pretty sure what a janky contest this was. Bob Saget, what a janky contest. I'm pretty sure Summer didn't even get to come back there with me. And the picture that I have with him from back in the day, back then, you know, Instagram, you, none of your pictures went up as is. They all had these weird, like terrible filters on them. So I don't even have the original picture. I only have the Instagram filtered picture, which is like terrible. No one uses those filters anymore. It's just the whole thing. All this money that that we, I mean, it was, I'm sure we had fun, but all this money that we spent going to Vegas, all this time and preparation, carting around a a sticky note, a a BB sticky note pad with me to get a picture and to, for him to tell me that he didn't want me to tell, I mean, I'm glad I didn't now because it's not funny anymore. You know, it was niche for me back then. Oh, great. Am I ever going to turn the volume off of my computer? It was niche for me back then. Like that was my thing. And it was funny to like this super obscure TV dad. Um, I, 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 people still send me Bob Saget things and I'm like, I really don't care. (laughs) It's funny that people still associate me with him and I appreciate that in that aspect. But after that, I was kind of like, all right, well, that fucking sucks. Like everyone in radio, they're like, you know, you meet that one person that sucks. For me, it was little Yachty. Worst human on the face of the fucking planet. That guy was so rude to me. That's a story for another day. If I haven't already, if I haven't already told it, if I have, let me know. If I haven't also let me know. But not that I was excited to meet him because I didn't really give a fuck. But everyone has that person in radio that you've met and you're like so excited and they are not it. And for me, it was Bob Saget, although that was totally unrelated to the 
radio. But anyways, this guy, Peter, told me never tell anyone. And then he like he like kind of held it over my head in a way because he wanted me to help him out. He always wanted me to give him advice on my friend. They never ended up getting together. I feel like later down the line, he was like a dick to me or like maybe not a dick, but I mean, it was, I think he bid like a thousand dollars. So back then we were in our early twenties. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money now. So I think like he was in some weird financial like situation and was like asking me for the money back. And I was like, um, yeah, I have no money. I think I had like just got my DUI. Like I have hella fines and fees to pay. So sorry. (laughs) Talk to Bob Saget. (laughs) Cause it ain't gonna be me. You can see my super filtered Bob Saget picture at what? the chug podcast make sure you follow make sure you rate make sure you review make sure you tell a friend don't forget to rate review and follow us on instagram at what the chuck podcast